0: Good night,
1: live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross.
2: We'd like to thank W.J. Pierce for creating and performing that wonderful piece of music. And Cross Haunted Nights Live. We're your hosts, Alistair Cross and Tamara Thorne. Thank you for joining us. Uh, before we introduce tonight's guest, here's Tamara who's going to tell you what we're working on now.
0: Well, really, what we just finished. Um, we both have new solo novels out, and mine is uh, called Brimstone. It's a coming of age story that takes place in 1968 in Arizona. The Brimstone Grand Hotel, owned by reclusive former movie star Delilah Devine, looms high on Hospital Hill, harboring long-buried family secrets that whisper of unimaginable horrors, horrors that will echo down through generations. Within the walls of the Brimstone Grand, the past has come back to life, and Holly Tremaine and her grandmother Delilah are faced with an ancient familial evil that rages just below the old hotel's serene facade. It's an evil that won't rest until it possesses holly, body, mind, and soul. And just last week, Alistair's new solo, The Silver Dagger, came out. It's book two in the Vampires of the Crimson Cove series of Crimson Cove and brings up picks up for the first book, The Crimson Corset, Leaves Off. Life in Crimson Cove has been good to the Coulter brothers since Gretchen Van Trees was staked and her horde of vampires scattered. But when she rises from the grave, the horror... The the brothers are horrifically torn apart, their lives and the peace between them shattered. Meanwhile, a serial killer is stalking the little mountain town, leaving a trail of blood that leads to a truth sheriff Ethan Hunter doesn't want to face. The streets are no longer safe, nor are the forested paths. For a new and unknowable evil has come to Crimson Cove, and everyone, vampire and human alike, must come together in order to survive. Alistair.
2: All right, and the first book in that series is The Crimson Corset, and both are available now at Amazon.com. And if you are a vampire fan and a fan of the series, you can check out its companion novel, Darling Girls, which is a Thorn and Cross collaboration. Uh, yeah, so we're uh, again, this is Thorn and Cross Haunted Nights Live You can learn more about what we do at our websites Which are alistaircross.com and tamarathorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at thornandcross.wordpress.com. If you tweet, our handles are at crossalister and at You can also visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at AuthorsOnTheAir.com. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, LLC. All right, tonight we are joined by one of our favorite people of all time. Before his thrillers landed him on the New York Times bestseller list, Kevin O'Brien was a railroad inspector who worked all the live long day and wrote novels at night his job took him all over the pacific northwest and he wrote most of his first novel in best westerns and red lions the result actors was translated into three languages kevin's second book only son was optioned for film rights thanks to interest from tom hanks only son was also chosen by readers digest for their select editions alongside john grisham's the partner his first thriller the next to die became a usa today bestseller Three more USA Today bestseller best-selling thrillers followed, and then came *The Last Victim*, which hit the New York Times bestseller list and won the Spotted Owl Award for Best Pacific Northwest Mystery. Kevin has continued to turn out New York Times best-selling thrillers and is on the board of Seattle Seven Writers, a collective of best-selling, award-winning authors dedicated to supporting literacy, writing, and education. Kevin, welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah. Is,
1: is that the longest introduction ever? I am so sorry. I should have been shorter. One, I think. No. It makes me sound <laughs> so is. important, doesn't it? Are you we're just... Uh, so are, we're an you awe awe. are you odd? Are you an odd? I feel the awe. I feel the awe. <laughs> <laughs> How the heck are you no, guys it's doing?
2: fantastic. Good, no, we're good. good. We're you know busy writing and you know uh, you know the same old same old. I wanted to tell you. Uh, I uh, really am, and this is you know, for the listeners too, I have been a fan of yours, Kevin, for many years, oh. and um, in mm-hmm. the book that Tamara was talking about, The Silver Dagger, you will, you will find one of my characters reading a oh. Kevin O'Brien book. That's totally get on
1: purpose. Out. <laughs> oh my God! It's
2: true. For okay, real. I'm gonna
1: get that and I'm gonna get you to autograph it. I love it. Oh, that's <laughs> so great. I'm honored. I am honored. You, I, you know, I did well, that with I, Robert Degonia, and I did that. We switched over, and he had somebody reading Kevin O'Brien book, and I had somebody reading a Robert Degonia book. So, this is we're gonna start uh, a trend. I love this.
2: Thank yeah. you. Well, you know, I had I had my character reading, and I thought, you know. Because really I did. I I I came across your books, you know, many years ago before I ever met you, before I was even writing. And you know, really I just every time you write a book, I, I can honestly say there is not a single one that I'm like, meh I just whiz right through them, and, and that's Yeah, really they're so rare. much fun. I mean Oh,
1: yeah, there's like me no me. duds. You it's don't it's have a
2: single dud. Just,
1: this is what I needed to hear today. I just needed to he- I Aww. love that. That is so great. Well, you know, you were there was going to be a character. I did this nothing like, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I have a had a character uh named Alistair Thorne. <laughs> like yeah. A little combo platter. A little combo platter and yeah. um and my editor deleted it. They said, oh, that sounds like a made-up name. I just That just doesn't sound right. And it was...
2: Uh, <laughs> What's the I was matter like, with him? <laughs> made up.
1: It's a shout-out to two of my favorite authors. Oh. What would you say? I'm sorry about that.
2: Oh. 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 Alistair, What's you the just matter said something, him? and I missed it. I know. Thank you. What is oh, the matter I was with just, him? I, I just said... Yeah, I just said you should have told him. Yes, they are made up names. It is a made up name. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course, everything here is
1: made up. It's fiction. Hello.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brother, that's. Funny, that's uh, but you know what. We're honored just the same. That's sweet of you.
1: <laughs> you, were, you were the best friend of my um, teen heroes. Uh, you, it was, you know, you were kind of. You had some wisecracking remarks. You had a few blue remarks too. So you, you were like a little. Oh. Cool. Yeah. I know, I know. Bang. I'm sorry. I know. No, we'll, well, what we'll,
0: can
2: you do? Bang, we'll manage that's it. It's not
0: your fault.
1: Yeah, we'll get <laughs> no. we'll get you back in there.
2: <laughs> These shout-outs are not Maybe aren't easy. try. It. Maybe next time try Tamara Cross.
1: <laughs> I was just yeah, thinking sounds,
2: uh, of that. That sounds rich. actually kind yeah. of
1: that's that's a little like the soap opera name, isn't it? Like, the, do you ever right, play that right. game it where it's your? I think there's a yeah. soap opera name and a porn star <laughs> name, and I think the that's soap right. opera Good. name what is it? What's the soap opera name is your? Um, uh, oh God! It's your remember. middle name and your Season. your um the street you live or on, you
0: lived on, or your pet or something depending yeah. on the meaning. Yeah, uh, and no, the pet yeah.
1: it, the pet and your mother's maiden name is your porn star name.
0: So, <laughs> Fluffy come William. On.
1: Of course, we don't want to give away our mother's maiden names. There goes everybody has all our, you know, they might as well get our DNA, too. Right. right.
0: <laughs> I mean, when your mother's maiden name is Williams, it doesn't matter. You know? Oh, that's Thanks good. Well, Internet.
1: my my soap opera <laughs> name is David Belmont. I mean, doesn't that sound like? Oh, nice. That's soap opera. That's nice. really is yeah. soap opera.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Tamara Thorne for all of it, I think. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's a better I, soap I opera have, name. I have numbers and shit. Mine wouldn't work.
1: Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep yeah, going back yeah. and Keep going back to when you finally lived on a street with a you know, Sunnybrook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Sunnybrook. Okay. So I apologize for um for when you go to look at the betrayed wife, there, there was a there was there was a salute to you guys. There was an Alistair Thorne, but
2: Aww.
1: he's history. That's
2: yeah. no. yeah. all right. Anyway. That's okay. We right. Right. we're honored just the same. But
1: well, I'm honored to be in your book. Thank wife. you so much.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I I I'm a I'm a huge fan. We both are actually really big yeah, fans of your work. It's great to it's great to love someone's work and then meet them and like them too. That's always a really good thing. <laughs>
1: oh, it, <laughs> it, it, yes, it, is. it is. Oh my God, yes. You, it's like yeah. I
0: I don't think I've ever
1: been in that situation where I've met somebody, I'm like, oh gosh, they're a jerk and I've met a lot of authors and um
2: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: I, either I, I, I was two really and a I'm man not gonna to mention
0: names. With. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. You can think of two, two. one was a <laughs> conservative racist and the other was just, you know, a general you expected him to be one and I liked him anyway, yeah. but the conservative racist no. Oh no. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. that's too bad. To Wait, is it somebody? Is, is, is it somebody famous? Uh, sort <laughs> yeah, of. I know. As soon as as soon as we're finished here, uh, Tamara's going to be telling some story. I so mean, naming some names. <laughs> I know, right? That's for sure.
0: I'll tell you as long as you keep it quiet. <laughs> yeah, but I've had hundreds of people, and that that's it. And and the the other one's famous oh, for being an asshole, but you know you expect oh, that. Oh yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, I've heard some stories And that that's about... okay.
0: He embraced it. So.
1: Yeah, isn't it weird? Some of them just kind of think it's just great that they're
0: just a jerk. You know, it's
1: like, oh my. god
0: Yeah. Whenever wine <sighs> you watch, I don't know. I think it might be little man syndrome or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us.
2: Oh Lordy. This is this is the latest book. This is the what can you tell us about it? Anything yet?
1: Uh well, it seems to be doing okay so far. it, it just came out a couple of days ago. It came out on Tuesday. Too much dancing and jubilation in the streets, you know people were just you know it was they did they just they stopped traffic in Seattle here it was crazy no uh, it, it uh, is about a Seattle housewife who uh, is is she's being stalked by a couple of teenagers uh, like uh, they look like they 're homeless, and uh eventually uh, they break into her house and uh, when she threatens to call the police the girl of the couple um, tells her that she is uh, her husband's illegitimate daughter Um, and so her mother has just recently died in a very mysterious grisly accident or could be suicide or could have been a murder and um, so this girl starts they check out her dna and sure enough she the husband had an affair with this girl's mother and voila so She has no place to live, so she moves in with this family in Seattle, and and things start (laughs) happening in the house. So it was a little bit influenced by, um, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was uh, called, it was with Hugh Dancy, Sarah Paulson, and, um, oh, God, one of the One of the those twins, the Olsen twins. Um, But I think it was This one sister that people take seriously—that's the actress. Yeah, right. um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah? you know what I'm talking about. It was like Macy, Martha. Do you saw that one? Uh Yeah, it's creepy. It's so creepy. It's the one where she's like uh, goes to live with like a Manson type guy, and then uh, runs away, and then she lives with her brother and brother-in-law and sister, and kind of turns their lives upside down, and so I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to kind of take this theme and run with it in a whole different direction, so that's what I did, Mm -hmm. and the name of the movie is like, isn't it, like, it's several names, it's Macy, Martha, Mary, something, so, anyway, check it out, it's a creepy movie, what's that? Who's in it again? Hugh Dancy, Hugh Dancy, and Sarah Paulson, and um, the... I forgot what her name is. She's not one of the Olsen twins, but I think she's the actress' sister, last name Olson, and um, she's really good. She's great in it. And uh, there's somebody else who's in it who's pretty semi-famous, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> Let's see. He, he's down here. <laughs> he played the pair of police that May, Helen Hunt. Oh, you, you you're looking Martha, it up right now?
0: Yeah, Martha Marcy yep. May Marlene. I th- I didn't realize you were yes. actually saying the name of the movie. Yes, oh, that's I you're <laughs> like what is that one I see? He's it. having a seizure on the other end of the phone. He can't remember anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were searching for a name. <laughs> All right, and
1: you probably have the cast there, don't you? So, who who is the Olson that's that? Um,
0: let's see. It says, uh, "Where's the cast?"
1: Is it Elizabeth Olson?
0: Let's Um, let's see. Sh- sh- Directed by sh- direct. Elizabeth Olson, John Hawk, that's Sarah Paulson, Hugh Dempsey.
1: Yeah, and then okay, there's so uh, the, there's another lead actor who played in um, in the movie where he was paraplegic and Helen Hunt was giving him sexual lessons. He's also in it. Ew. And I forget the name Dude, of the. Do that,
0: Nick me paraplegic too. <laughs> John Hawkes, maybe I don't. That's know. it. That's it. That's
1: what you, that you named him. That's
0: it. Oh, okay. He's
1: been in a lot of movies. He was in um, got he was in three billboards, um, you know, in Ebbing. Montana, or whatever it's called. Ah, okay.
0: Yeah. Are
1: you Are you pretending you know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, I, know, I I like Is Is that one. I, I haven't have seen it. <laughs> movie?
1: He, he was her ex husband. <laughs> oh, okay. are <laughs> like, okay, Kevin, stop talking about movies.
2: Whatever no, you it's like, like Kevin. <laughs> <about junkie> movies. <laughs> Let's
1: rein him in. Rain in, yeah. in the guest. Rain in the guest. He's talking, he's rambling too much about movies and who is no, in what.
0: I've been watching a lot of cowboy right. movies. That's
1: right. <laughs> that's right. There's some movie person part. out there that's right with me every minute of this interview. They're like, oh yeah, I know that movie.
0: <laughs> wow. It
1: that's was really cool. influenced right. by that movie So, of having a stranger like, in your right. house. Yes. What it must I be like. I love that kind is- of thought.
2: Is that frequently how you kind of do things? Do you, you know, I mean, I know, you know, ideas kind of come from everywhere, but is it, is it for you, is it frequently movies, uh, books, is it just? Yeah, how does it usually work for you?
1: Yeah, it's it's movies or books or or sometimes my editor will just say, you know, I had I read an article here in, you know, here in New York and here's like a little blurb from it and um and then, you know, I sort of take that idea and run with it, especially if I'm, you know, really hungry for an idea. Um you know, it's it's so you never know. When this ideas yeah. these ideas are going to just pop into your head, doesn't it kill you? It's like you you know oh, you yeah. go for a walk and it's like it's not happening yet. It's not you know it's like I'm, this is yeah. going to happen on a walk. And then, you know it usually happens when you're doing the dishes or something. You're like oh my god, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. You know I you know right, these two right. ideas meet or something like that. You you know um, yeah. and and usually it's something that I've Sort of have on the back burner that doesn't quite hasn't quite worked yet, and then suddenly I'll get an idea, and I'll be like, "Ooh!" And then I can incorporate this, you know. So
0: right. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah sometimes the
0: conglomeration. Yeah, oh, things from dreams, things yes. an ad on TV, a movie, a book, um, somebody you yeah. look at sideways, uh, you know. Yeah, and it all, <laughs> it, it all comes together. It's all
1: there. All comes together. It's funny. I was. I was assigned to do a story called Red Eye for um, a a fundraiser. It was like, you know, it was going to be read in front of the the Humanities Washington. And um, so, and I can't read. I had Garth Stein read it for me, thank God. I was like, and he did a good job. Anyway, while I was trying to think of the story, I was like, okay, Red Eye. Well, okay, it's got to be about a plane. And I couldn't think of anything. And so I, I was walking and I looked up in the sky and there was a plane. And I thought, oh, I remember when I was a kid how I used to think, you know, you'd have to shrink to get on the plane. You know, because it was so small uh-huh. up in the air. <laughs> and, I like, oh. and I thought I thought, <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute, what if a guy is is like behind somebody and a mom and their kid in line and the kid He's talking about, oh, the, the x-ray machine is going to shrink me and so I can get on the plane. And the guy's sort of amused, but then he st- starts to put it together that that's exactly what the x-ray machine is for, that it's shrinking everybody. And oh, and right. it's sort of like a Truman Show moment where some there's a glitch in the x-ray machine and he suddenly sees beyond all the glass partition between where people are getting into the secure area he can see there. Suddenly, there was a a, a glitch, and there's uh, film footage of people who are normal size on the screen instead of <laughs> instead of what's on the other side of the glass, which is really <laughs> these little tiny little <laughs> little people who are being herded off to their tiny little plane. Oh. And um, it had one twist and one turn, and it it was it was a hit. I was like, okay, great, you know. And so Anyway, but, but you do, you just get those weird ideas, and then you just kind of make them, you know, happen. So.
0: Now, I, I want to ask Alistair, because airplanes weren't the first thing I thought of when Kevin said red-eye. What did you think of, Alistair?
2: I thought of pot. Yes. <laughs> what did you think Somebody of? Somebody else
1: had a pot story. Somebody else had a pot story.
0: <laughs> I think went literal camera? with um, remember when you got that red eye visine stuff and it stung your eyes? I started seeing your eyes all red. Oh <laughs> yeah. it <was> evil <laughs> it was evil eye drops for me. The evil eye drops.
2: Yeah. Evil eye yep, drops, I'd, weed, planes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Evil
1: eye drops. I went right malicious. to airplanes for some reason. I was I think I was, well, the that was normal. Who did have, I mean, <laughs> no, no. Somebody some big famous writer had um he had, well, he's not that big and famous. It's God. Now I can't remember his name. That's why he's big and famous. Suddenly um, but he had, he <laughs> had like old. an eye infection thing. So, yeah. So, uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when that happens.
2: <laughs> 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 but, wow. So, okay. So you, you, um, what do you do, Kevin, when you, I'm asking this because I'm dealing with this right now. And so <laughs> I'm, Nice,
1: young man. All right. Under
2: the guise, under the guise of of you know interviewing you about your process, interview- um, what, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you uh, write yourself into a corner? Do you ever do that? Do you do you ever just you're writing along and all of a sudden you go, "Damn it! <laughs> How do I get out oh, of this?"
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I my the benefits to my my. Uh, approach every time I write my my habits are that I will write a outline first and it's a one hundred page like almost like mini novel. It's not you know, it's not bullet points or anything else. It oh. is dialogue and action and description and everything else. But it's just not as embellished as as it would be, you know, as a normal novel link right. um yeah. book. Interesting. And so it's sort of like a Reader's Digest version of the book, and I send it to my editor. And so I already know where everything is going, but Mm -hmm. I so write myself into corners because I'll have something, and forget a major plot point or something, where and it sneaks by my editor in this first draft because he's just glancing at it to get an idea what the book's about. And um, I know exactly what you mean. And then you're like, this person would never do this. Here, why do I, This makes no sense. Why did I why did I put this here? And right. now I I <laughs> you're trapped. And sometimes, you know, most of the time it's it turns out to be something that's sort of a mixed blessing because you you realize, "Oh, I can mm-hmm. I can get around it this way and how clever of my villain to figure out this way right. to get around." You know, get, you know, so Yeah. So you you know, I don't know. You can. There's there's different ways. It's. Um, yeah. I, it just reminds me of my favorite movie, North by Northwest. That uh, mm. he was. He hit. Um, what was it? He hit a just a real. He was going great guns, and he got to Mount Rushmore, and he suddenly realized he didn't know what was going to happen, and he suddenly just thought, "I'm going to have her shoot him in a cafe," and and then. Uh, that's how they're going to protect her, and that's how it's gonna how this last part of the movie is gonna start out, uh, you know. And so, it, it, but he said he was he was dead for like he was dry, <laughs> not dead, but he was dry for about two weeks <laughs> waiting. And they're like, oh, how's the script coming? And he was like, great, great, you know, perfect. And he was like, not writing a thing because he'd gotten to that point. <laughs> So yeah, it's it yeah. is, you know, I I think it happens to the best of us. So um I think, um, it does. I think we, we,
2: we do yeah. we do basic outlines. I mean not anything extensive like like mm-hmm. you do. That would probably help a lot. Yeah. But it's still somehow you manage to I don't know, I get inspired, you know, as I'm writing and go, "Oh, let's do this." And then no brick walls.
0: Yes.
2: Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, you
1: know, really, yeah, we love it. Yeah, well, those are yeah. your babies, too, that you end up having to throw out. You know, it's like, it's yeah. like you get yeah. these things that you're like, oh, I'd love to do an homage to Rear Window here. And I'm and I'm I'm going right. to do this. And then and then you're like, you get to the, you know, the second draft and you're like, what the hell did I put this in here? Oh, I know. It was my <laughs> stupid homage to yeah. Rear Window. <laughs> That's like,
2: not good. got to no. go. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then you find yourself really ripping done. off rear window. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have done what you do, and I, I fifty-page, and I Ooh, remember I that's just, good. suddenly I'd find myself writing. It was Thunder Road, and I'd end up writing scenes and all yeah, kinds that's of stuff. That was that was really great. I don't know why I don't yeah. do it anymore. Neither of us do it.
2: But well, the you great thing about it, is, that maybe, yeah, I've
0: been working yeah. yeah. a lot
2: lately because. No, i mean we we you know we have a pretty good system going pretty good process but mm-hmm. it we, you know you you hit snags and i'm like i want to find a way around this
1: yeah it's a challenge the benefit to that is. though is that your editor knows exactly where it is so there's no surprises for him or her and um right yeah it, it's i talk to my writer friends and they they'll be like my editor sent me back the notes and you know seven eight pages of notes and it's going to take me, you know, several, you know, two or three months to do all the changes. And, you know, my editor John will send me back uh, like three or four suggestions, you know, this scene here, if you could just do, you know, is this the right spelling for such and such It's like, I mean, literally Mm -hmm. I can get his notes usually taken care of in about like an hour for the betrayed wife. It was funny because he had, he had um a few suggestions that took longer than usual and one was um obviously the husband in the betrayed wife is sort of a philanderer and anyway hence the name and of course i just told you the plot so he's got this illegitimate daughter out there and so uh john my editor said you know could you could you point out something about why why men cheat and then also why wives put up with cheating husbands could you kind of just he said you know maybe on this page you can put something like that and so um that was sort of a challenge which was it was pretty funny because i'm like here here it's the you know this is my final draft to him and and i'm like Uh oh i guess i should explore the motivation of the character (laughs) (laughs) Which, which I, you know, I had out there, I, but uh, to myself, but I guess it just wasn't clear, you know, because I was like, oh, I'll, pay, right, I'll right. base the husband on Jack Kennedy, you know, he'll be yeah. loyal to his wife, but he's, <laughs> you know, always out there, you know, messing around, and, you know, she puts mm-hmm. up with it because of it. So I actually had to, you know, write a few things about that, and one of the things that came to mind was, um, I was watching the news one day, and it was, they had some footage of. Um, Uh, New York during a Horrible dry spell and it was Incredibly hot and um, There was like literally like a drought They were trying to conserve water And some kids like You know teenagers of like 17 18 had removed A fire hydrant top and were playing In it and one of the reporters Said to the kid he's like "Um, You know there's a drought Right now and uh, Why did you do that Uh, and And he said well, they should make it harder for us to get it open. <laughs> and then right. I was like that's it. That's the cheating husband. It's like, Well, I can do it, I can get away with it, you know, why not do it? Right. Uh, right. You know, it's like I haven't you know, it's like how about that for a moral compass? But um Yeah,
2: well you know, well, so it
1: was it, it didn't it sense. added a little dimension to the book that I could uh use that analogy and, and um you know I read some articles after the fact about why women put up with cheating husbands. So I, I sort of became an expert, I thought.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very excited. On on top of that, I didn't
1: want her to be, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say on top of that, I didn't want her to be sort of a doormat, you know, where it's like, you know, he's cheating on her and she puts up with it. And, um, and so, uh, you know, I had she had her logical reasons that he was, you know, a good provider. He was a good father, and he was always going to come back mm-hmm. to her, no matter who who he was with. And um, so she put up with it. So anyway,
2: right, right, right. Well, it sounds fantastic, and I'm sure that I will love it, just yeah. like we both love your books. What mm-hmm. can you can you, before we let you go? Can you tell us anything about what you're working on now? at
1: all yes, uh this is my first ever my twenty first book and it's a sequel to the betrayed wife it's sort of a nice. it's not quite a sequel it's a follow up or something like that oh. <laughs> that yeah it's bizarre it takes it takes a couple of less than center characters they're sort of minor they're all, sort of off in the distance In fact somebody said when i I said, um, oh, you know this one of the." kids um, of this couple I take her life and as she goes away to college and um, lots of things happen there so it's it's not quite a sequel but it's sort of a sequel
2: kind of, <laughs> a, kind of yeah. a
1: challenge
2: continuation yeah that's cool
1: yeah it was a challenge because yeah. I'm right now I'm on like oh, page 100 something and oh my god these people who have well you have you have a continuing series I should ask you how long how do you um talk about the previous book without like giving it all away and being too redundant for the people who have read the book and all I oh I'm and going crazy
2: so That's that's the challenge Perfect. we we're constantly uh. talking about that you have to be quick succinct yeah. if you can do it through dialogue that's the best possible way of course um That's what it's, I figured. it's always a challenge though, walking that tightrope Can yeah. you imagine being twenty books into like a series? How would you Yeah, uh, it just I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's,
1: no it's I tri- would be oh. Yeah, because can you even remember? I have a hard time remembering what kind of car somebody drives, you know. It's like oh right, God, I've exactly. gotta
0: look up oh, their car I, and I
1: you know for
0: that. I keep a yeah. um a list of names and the the cars, the pets, everything goes right next to it. You know, as oh, I make up the name. It. Yep. Oh, you Coast so Guard SMRT.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, lots of files, well, the copy editors would files. never get those right. I had to.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Kevin, we are just about out of time, mm-hmm. but um, before we let you go, can you tell our listeners where they can learn more about you and what you do and where they can find The Betrayed Wife?
1: Oh, they can find the betrayed wife in most stores. I'm getting vibes from people that Barnes and Noble is giving a few people a hard time, but other people are having a fine time finding it at Barnes and Noble. But others are saying they're not going to get it for weeks now. But uh, that's the only oh. glitch I've heard so far. Everybody else is getting their copies. It's. It's. I would of course recommend you support your local independent. But the big A is have it has. Re- ridiculously priced on the on amazon it is it's like it. six dollars or something like that or five dollars and so it's very cheap Um uh, both on kindle right. and uh, amazon books but oh. um so yeah do that while you can and you can find me at oh we have i'm sorry can you hear the blue angels they're in town right now are are we're getting airplanes <laughs> that are like flying overhead. (laughs) Anyway, um, isn't that helpful? Anyway, it sounds like uh, Dr. Strangelove time. Uh, You can look me up at KevinOBrienBooks.com right now. It's in transition, so keep trying. It is being updated, and right now it, you may get the old site, you may get like nothing, or you may get the new site. So it's KevinObrienBooks.com, <laughs> or better luck with Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Kevin O'Brien fan page. That's mo- lots more fun and lots more updated, so check that out too. Cool.
2: All right. Sounds fantastic
0: It was All a right. long answer well, to a as short always, question
2: <laughs> I know, You're fine As always keep in touch You're welcome back anytime And we look forward to your next book
1: Thank you so much you guys You And I'm looking forward to checking out Both your books
2: Alright we are looking forward to checking out yours as well. We love having you. So, definitely keep oh. in touch and uh we will we will do this again soon. Sound good?
1: Uh, I'd love it.
2: All good. All right.
1: Thank we would you. too. And thank
2: you everybody for listening and until next week, we wish you haunted nights
0: and sweet screams.
2: Thank you for listening. Good night, live with
1: Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross.